in relation to the importance of Masjid al-Aqsa in our belief. And we said, just to summarize, uh, it is important for a number of reasons. One of those reasons is that Rasulullah informs us that is the land on which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will judge mankind. So Mecca is where human life started and Baytul Maqdis is where and the surrounding area is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather mankind and the jinn for, for judgment. We also said that Rasulullah was asked about the first masjid or the first place of worship built for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he said it was Makkatul Mukarrama built by Ibrahim salam. And then he was asked which came next and he said Baytul Maqdis and there was 40 years between the two meaning between the establishment of both the Masajid. We also said that it is a place that was visited by most Anbiya and Mursaleen and they made a sort of uh, pilgrimage to it Baytul Maqdis through the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is also the land in which many of the Anbiya of Bani Israel were sent it is the place that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected for the Masra of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and the ascension of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa into the heavens so he traveled from Mecca to Al-Mukarrama to Baytul Maqdis and then from Baytul Maqdis to the seventh heaven and beyond Sidratul Muntaha uh, one of the reasons for this is that um, in order for the people who received previous scriptures to accept and realize that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has brought a message that confirms the messages of Musa and the messages the message of Isa alayhi salam this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked Rasulullah or made Rasulullah travel there and there he uh, led in Baytul Maqdis he led the Anbiya salam in Salah we are all aware of this that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gathered the Anbiya for Rasulullah sallallahu and he led them in Salah in Baytul Maqdis it was also the first place uh, the first direction of Salah the Qibla right so when Rasulullah began praying, it was in Mecca. And we know that salah was twice a day before the, fard, the five daily salawat were made an obligation. There was a salah in the morning and a salah in the evening, which Rasulullah prayed throughout his stay in, in Mecca. Um, and an example of this is that um, Abu Talib, so Rasulullah and Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu offering salah and this is the salah this was before the farida was established the five daily salawat so in that time Rasulullah would face towards Baytul Maqdis again to prove or to show that he has come to confirm the messages that were brought by previous Anbiya and Mursaleen and mainly the Anbiya of Bani Israel when Rasulullah migrated to Medina and he's away, now he is away from Mecca. So the, the heart of Rasulullah longed that the Qibla would become Mecca because he was driven out of it. And it is the sacred 
house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first house that was built by Ibrahim alayhi salam. So that longing did not come when Rasulullah was living in Mecca because he was present there and he would go to Mecca and offer salah there and make tawaf there. But when he traveled and he was driven out due to circumstances uh, to Medina, uh, his heart longed and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, قَدْ نَرَى تَقَلُّبَ وَجْهِكَ فِي السَّمَاءِ فَلَنْ وَلِّيَنَّكَ قِبْلَةً تَرْضَاهَا فَوَلِّ وَجْهَكَ شَطْرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ when this verse was revealed, Rasulullah in salah turned towards Makkatul Mukarramah and we know that there is a masjid that has uh, where the changing of uh, the Qibla happened. Uh, and So this is why it is important. Another reason why it is important. We look at two more ahadith inshallah ta'ala today. Uh, the first one that Rasulullah was asked by Maymuna that Ya Nabi Allah, aftina fi Bayt al-Maqdis. Educators about Bayt al-Maqdis, give us some information. Faqala ardu al-manshar wal-mahshar. He said it is the land of resurrection. It is the land of resurrection. I'tuhu fasallu fih. This is a, a command of Rasulullah He commands that we visit it and we offer salah in it. This is obviously not an obligation. It is a recommendation for those who can do so. اِئْتُوهُ فَصَلُّوا فِيهِ فَإِنَّ صَلَاةً فِيهِ كَأَلْفِ صَلَاةٍ فِيمَا سِوَاهِ For a single prayer in it is multiplied by a thousand times. Right? So it is equal to a thousand salawat in a masjid other than the masjid of Baytul Maqdis. So visit it and offer salat in it for a salah in it is equal to a thousand salah outside in the masjid other than Baytul Maqdis. She said, Ya Rasulullah, how about if a person cannot travel to it? You know, the, the Hajj, which is an obligation, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made dispensation for the people who cannot travel to Mecca. You cannot travel financially, physically, whatever. Uh, you are not able to uh, offer the, the, the Hajj, then it is not an obligation. So if, it, if there is dispensation in something that is an obligation and one of the five pillars of Islam, then there will be dispensation in something that Rasulullah is recommending. So the Sahabiyya radiallahu anha said, Ya Rasulullah, not everyone can travel to Baytul Maqdis and offer salah in it. What should we do? So this is, and, and, and this is obviously happening to us today. People are not able to, to travel or fewer people are able to travel to it in order to offer salah in it. So Rasulullah responded, قَالَ فَلْيُهْدِ إِلَيْهِ زَيْتًا يُسْرَجُ فِيهِ فَإِنَّ مَنْ أَهْدَى لَهُ كَانَ كَمَنْ صَلَّى فِيهِ The literal translation is that Rasulullah says, if you cannot travel, then send a gift. And the, the gift that Rasulullah suggests is oil that can be used in the lamps or lanterns in the masjid. And if you do that, then you will receive the reward of having offered salah in Baytul Maqdis. Meaning that 
if you cannot travel physically then make a financial contribution through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you the reward of having traveled there and having offered salah this does not apply to Mecca to Al-Mukarramah Rasulullah did not ask that neither for Mecca nor, nor for Medina it is something that is specific and the reason for it perhaps is that Rasulullah as we looked at the hadith uh, last week that he says that a time will come when standing in an area the area where a person can stand and see Baytul Maqdis not enter it just a place where he can uh, witness it and look at it with his eyes that would be more beloved to him or her than the, than the entire world and everything it contains so Rasulullah prophesied that there will come a time where people will not be able to travel, not due to lack of physical ability, um, but rather they will not be able to travel due to circumstances. And they will not be permitted to enter it. So in that case, financial contribution. Rasulullah says that, you know, uh, send a gift, a monetary gift or uh, oil, something uh, that will be used in the service of, of the masjid. So this is an opportunity that we have. However, the duty upon a Muslim when giving zakat and sadaqah, the reward is for the concern, not only for money. Allah does not need our wealth. He is the one who blessed us with wealth. Our duty is to ensure that whatever we are giving or whatever we are donating is going to the right hands. Because unfortunately, and we are all aware of this, that there are people and organizations that will use plights that are very emotional. Brothers and sisters in Yemen, brothers and sisters in Syria, brothers and sisters in Palestine. Um, but then the funds that we or, or the, the charitable donations that we make do not reach there and we're not responsible for that however Rasulullah says that uh, may Allah have mercy on a person who does a deed and does it to the best of his ability or her ability right trying to attain perfection and in this it is ensuring that what I give number one it should be from halal if I want Allah to reward me because if it is from haram then there is no reward and secondly I have to ensure that I do my homework and research and find either a person or an organization that is reputable uh, that is trustworthy that is known for its service to the Muslim Ummah in the blessed land and in other places so this is the second hadith that Rasulullah Summarizing, he said, visit it and offer salah in it, for a salah in it is better than a thousand salah in any other masjid. That is excluding Mecca and Medina to Al-Munawwara, um, the Masjid Nabawi. So the Sahabiya said, Ya Rasulullah, if we cannot do that, then contribute financially and you will have the reward. And lastly, that we are supporting and we have concern not only for the land and the masjid, because ultimately, although sacred and important, it is only uh, a land and 
bricks, right? The honor, the life, the wealth of a believer is far greater than any masjid. So, yes, Baytul Maqdis holds its importance in our belief, in our Iman, but even more, our concern should be for the brothers and sisters who are suffering and the children who have been suffering for decades, generations, representing the Ummah. Because as we said, I think last week or the, or, or, or the week before that, this is a responsibility that lies on the shoulder of everyone. Not only the Muslims that are living there. And this applies to any masjid in the world. Not only Baytul Maqdis. Right? Every person is responsible. Those who are closer have a greater responsibility. And those who are f further away maybe have a lesser responsibility. But the responsibility is still there. And we said the most important things that we can do is, number one, have concern. Have concern for this plight. For the brothers and sisters and children that are suffering. For they have been selected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are not generalizing, not everyone, right? Amongst them, there will be people who uh, perhaps are not, uh, do not have the right intentions. However, as a people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected them to be in that land, in the blessed land. And they are representing the ummah in this struggle. So our concern should be for them. Our dua should be for them. Whatever it is, whatever we are able to do for them will be a means of salvation for us, a means of forgiveness. And we will have something to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah when he questions us that people were sacrificing their lives for the sake of the blessed land and the blessed masjid. What is it that you did? Now, in relation to this, Rasulullah states by the authority of Abu Umama radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, An Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama, La tazalu ta'ifatun min ummati ala al-haqq zahirin la yadurruhum man khalafahum, hatta yati amrullahi wa hum ala thalik. That there will remain a group of my nation, ta'ifah. A group of people from my nation will remain on truth and justice على الحق لا يضرهم من خالفهم Those who go against them from the same ummah or from outside of the ummah cannot harm them. They will remain steadfast on this path of truth and they will not be harmed by those who oppose them. Whether those who oppose them are Muslims, which is things that we are hearing today, people making uh, these uh, claims that it is a Palestinian issue, it is not an Islamic issue, right? It is their problem, their land, their issue, their problem, it has nothing to do with us. Rasulullah says that they will not be harmed by this. They will not be harmed by those who oppose them. In another narration, Rasulullah also says that 
they will not be harmed by those who hand them over man khathalahum that people will do what people will plot with the enemy and will make agreements with the enemy against these people who are standing on truth they will not be harmed by it meaning there may be some physical harm in this world but they will remain steadfast due to their strength of iman and their conviction in another narration rasulullah said he was asked who are these people he said the people of sham and Palestine falls in the land of Sham. So They will remain on truth. And Zahirin means they will remain successful. And they will overpower. Ultimately, Allah will give them victory. They are not harmed by those who oppose them. Until the command of Allah or the decree of Allah or the decision of Allah will come whilst they are on this truth and this path of truth so rasulullah is praising these people the people who are standing on this path of truth this path of justice defending the masjid al-aqsa at the very least what we can do is make dua for them because if we make dua for them then allah will write us amongst if not uh, amongst them, he will write as amongst their supporters, and we will not be amongst those who Rasulullah says will uh, oppose them, and those who oppose them will be at loss in this world and in Akhirah. We ask Allah to grant us to grant us more understanding. Inshallah, Tabarakallah.